This week on Talk CDL, Quaaludes, yeah, I didn't stutter, Riders, advice from trucking company, how to handle riders when approaching them, a truck driver in Florida, one little nutty, got involved in road rage, pulled out a gun, pulled the trigger, you might say he's in trouble, plus the word of the day on Talk CDL, join us. Thank you. Hey drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. So we're just trying to see if the actual audio would be better on Facebook. Kevin said he can hear us just fine. Thank you. Man, that's great. So anyways, we just want to let everybody know what we were, uh, the podcast was going to be this week. Ruthann, should I read it or should you? So this week's podcast is going to be about road rage. We've got a story about a a truck driver that pulled a gun out in uh, Florida from Georgia. And uh, Quaaludes. If uh, all you old time truckers know what a Quaalude is, um, but Quaaludes and truckers. <laughs> so there's a nation that is, uh, I guess, running rampant with Quaaludes. I haven't even seen a Quaalude in 20 years. But anyways, uh, low freight volume and uh, a uh, trucking company's advice to their truck drivers when they come upon rioters and rioting. Uh, we have the Qualcomm message. That was recorded, and we were going to go ahead and read that also. And, of course, Ruth Ann's word of the day. So how are we doing in there, Ruth Ann? Oh, I just told everyone, hey. <laughs> so everybody that's in here right now, we're going to mention your names if that's cool, but every one of you guys will be mentioned on the next podcast on iTunes and everywhere else. So we got Dean Taylor. Yes, I can hear you guys. Kevin Kevin Hatruder. Awesome. You can hear us, Kevin. Everybody, where are you all from today? Keith Anyways, Robinson. Keith Robinson. That's a, a pretty common name. Mary says, hey. Mary says, hey. How you doing, Miss Mary? Is everybody a truck driver first off in here today? Yes or no? You're, you're still allowed to stay, though, if you are. We're only going to be in here for a minute or two. We just want, we're just kind of experimenting with the podcast. All right. We got like 30 people or over 30 people watching, and we've got like four people that said something. No. Okay. Kevin said. Kevin said, yeah. And he's from Wisconsin. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Mary says, hey, I don't know where she's from. And uh, let me see how these comments work here. You guys like the new Facebook? No. I'm just curious if anybody likes it. Like, this is what our page looks like when you're, you know, an admin. See that? If you guys can see the ToxCDL admin page. I got to be honest with you. If Zuckerberg, if you're watching our podcast, you think Zuckerberg listens to the podcast? Hey. I, I, don't, I don't think he does. Well, if Mark, if you're listening... Um, I hate the new Facebook, like really bad. It's it actually the navigation sucks. Dean's from uh, uh, Ontario, Ottawa, and let's see, Mary is from West Bend, and wow, I just lost the other one. See if I don't it, if I don't read them fast enough, the things go down. Donnie says, "Hey, where are you from, Donnie? Where's Mary from? No, I don't drive truck. That's all right, Mary. 
Have you ever been in a truck, Mary? Phillips from Georgia. Maybe we should talk about passengers. Woodstock. Get turned into drivers. That's a good podcast. You know that? Truck, tr- passengers that become truckers. I just got, that's awesome. We're, that's going to be like maybe the next podcast. So, so what do you think of that? You know how many people probably, honestly, were passengers in a truck and became truckers? <laughs> You're one of them. I'm one. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you can, you know, you could dream about it as a little boy and little girl about, you know, being on the road, but you could also, you know, maybe be a spouse or, or just a companion on the road and, Next thing you know, you're going, you know what? This is pretty cool. I wouldn't mind doing it myself. Mary said yes. Mary, there you go. It's not that hard to get your CDL. Honestly, it's it's actually quite simple. My advice is from Michigan. We got a lot of Michigan and Wisconsin here. Oh, wait, we got a Kansas. Robert's from Kansas. So I want to talk Lars to Mary. From California. Let's go back to Mary. She just, she, she wants to become a trucker, it sounds like, doesn't she? Uh, I don't know. Does she? I don't know. Mary, if you're wanting to be a trucker, here's my advice. And, you know, I'm. My advice is do not use the big trucking companies to get your CDL unless you have really good stamina. I was talking to a couple of drivers the other day, Ruthann, and they were all working for I'll just say who they were working for. It don't matter to me. Um, they were working for Covenant. These were uh, uh, a, a bunch of truck drivers that we were talking to the other day, and these all these guys were in... Uh, and they were wanting advice. They were in Covenant's orientation. They had been there for like a week or two, hadn't gotten a truck, just downright disgusted. Uh, and one had worked, I think, a couple of weeks. And then he was like, I'm out of here. Screw this. Um, and then uh, Western, Western uh, Express also in Nashville was talking to a bunch of their drivers not too long ago. Same, same scenario. Get there. They, they go. They sign up for this free CDL. And it's almost like these big trucking companies, I don't know what it is, somehow they herd these guys in and then they almost act, they, they almost have like, I don't want to say no respect because I'm not there, but it seems like it's the same old story, nightmare, you know, the way they handle these guys. And then, of course, they're not making crap as a student. And so a lot of them bail out and then they try to seek employment somewhere else. And it's almost impossible. Once you... If you sign up with a trucking company, I don't even know how we got into talking about this. Mary, your fault. <laughs> but if you sign up with a trucking company and you sign a contract with them saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 10 months with you and then, you know, my CDL is paid for. Well, the problem when you bail with, on these guys, they hold you hostage. And so now you're pretty much stuck unless you find some horrible trucking company that doesn't care. Seriously, and they're usually the ones that will hire you with like three months experience when you bail on a company. Those companies are the ones that literally will hire you and then they're just as bad and then you go to quit those companies. They don't even give you reference. So I would say if you commit to one of these big trucking companies, go into it, get your mind prepared. Because if you don't get your mind prepared for, you know, almost like boot camp or then what do you think? I agree. Um, Keith said that about they don't have no respect, try and treat you like dirt, which is true. A lot of those companies, they don't they don't look at you as far as being a a person coming in and driving their freight. They're looking at you as a moneymaker and they don't care about anything else about you. Those large companies don't. There was another driver that said 
you know, I hate the way Facebook's done this. He, he made a comment and he said about, it was Charles, and he said about Pinnacle Trucking um, School, Pinnacle School. So he said that they're in Cadillac, Michigan, and he was saying it was like three, it looked like three grand for 35 days and you get your CDL. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that in a second, the shorter term trucking schools, because I, I do want to mention something that's going on with that also. But I almost, going back to the comment of no respect, I almost think that they think, they're doing you a big favor by getting you your CDL. And they are in a sense, but I almost think they need to be trained better to handle the influx of of truck drivers or guys that are going to be a truck driver. Why? I mean, it doesn't. I don't care how much you're doing someone a favor. You want to hold it over somebody. Oh, look what we're doing for you. Oh, nobody gives a crap, you know, if you're going to be a jackass the way you're treating the driver. So what I would, uh, my advice would be to any of these big trucking companies, retrain your people to work better with these drivers. And we understand there's some drivers that get their CDL that should be kicked out of the industry also. They really aren't worth a damn. But I do hear a lot of nightmare stories. And it seems to me like the majority of people I talk to coming from those big companies, the majority of the stories are very bad. And so I'm going to say if the majority of people are saying the same thing, it might be not that great of a company. What do you got? You sound like Jeff Foxworthy. (laughs) <laughs> so so let's go. no i agree you, you can't you can't you if you if you have a lot of bad stuff being said about you you should really as a company look and see what's being said and correct it if you want to have a better relationship or something better going on there must be a lag in facebook because i'm going like this yeah there's a I'm lag. waiting I wonder how, how long is the lag I'm it's waving. only a few seconds yeah okay all right so the short-term trucking companies so be, before we're gonna go ahead and cut these people let them get back to their Saturdays because we have recordings and stuff to do on the subject at hand. But going back to the short-term trucking companies also. Guys, there's a trucking school. Um, I was talking to a truck driver the other day. He had gone to a trucking school and even out a certificate. Said he completed the, mm-hmm. ne- the, ne- uh, the necessary training, blah, blah, blah. But here was the problem. His entire truck driver training was done in seven days. Yeah. Okay. And... 99.9% of these trucking companies are not going to hire you with seven-day training. Nope. Even though they have a training program they're going to be sticking you with, most of those guys are not. Now, there's probably a couple that will, but the problem is most of them want 160 hours of training, which is four weeks, and some will take like 110, 120. What's so funny? We have someone from Inverness. Inverness, Florida? It, it, Russell. Yeah? Yeah. We're also, what's going on? Hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hey. that guy on In Living Color? Remember, he used to go, hi. What was his name? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, who was I that? never watched In Living Color. It was a Wayans brother, one of the Wayans. One of the Wayans. Yeah, They're hey. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, so that's that's a little bit of advice uh, for Mary. If you're going to get a, go to a trucking school, go, go, to, go to like a Roadmaster. You can go to a bank and you can actually, believe it or not, people don't even notice. You can walk into any bank and get what's called a Pell Grant, a P-E-L or P-E-L-L. I'm not even sure how you spell it. But anyways, you can get a Pell Grant. They used to be 1500 They may be more. What that is, it's a grant that you don't have to pay back. So let's say you find a school for five grand, seven grand, whatever. Say five grand. Well, a Pell Grant's going to get you $3,500 now only that you have to pay back. And guess what? A lot of these places can get you bought by like a, one of these small town loan places, you know, to where you're actually making a payment for your CDL. You get the certificate, you get the training, and then you get to go to any trucking company that has a training program without having to be held hostage there. That's truly what would be my 
my routing that I would take. Oh, and by the way, I want to say one other thing. Uh, we had a video last week of a young man named Kobe. He's uh, out on the road with his grandfather. And they're running around all over the country, actually, and he's completely deaf. Uh, we had a, a really cool truck driver called in and uh, uh, gave us advice on how to, you know, the, progr- the program, the procedures he has to go through to get his CDL. And guess what? Um, we hooked them up. So I don't know if they've talked yet, but he's going to try to help these guys uh, go ahead and get his CDL. What a nice guy he was. And he's actually uh, deaf himself, but he can hear. He he trained himself to speak and everything, this truck driver that's mm-hmm. completely deaf out on the road. So super awesome uh, ending to that story. I just hope that they hook up and can go ahead now. What do you got? Okay, so I have Margaret or Margarita is... <laughs> Margarita. I know. <laughs> Not making fun of your name. We're just like the drink. <laughs> uh, I, I am, but yeah, go ahead. So she was saying, is Covenant worth it? I was planning to go with them when I go to trucking school, but it seems like they're, you know, the teacher drivers like tra- like crap. But also there was another one up here, Fabio, I think it was. Well, well let's address Hold Margarita. On. He also said a lot of guys go to Miami to go to their school three days for like four grand. That's not worth it if it's a three-day trucking school. Don't, no, 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 no. Yeah, so Margarita. And the one thing you have to make sure of is that it's accredited. What's that? The trucking school has to be accredited. Accredited Mm -hmm. uh, Professional Truck Driving Institute, a P-T-D-I. Okay, so anyways. Margarita, the company covenant, I'm not saying they're a bad company. I'm just saying student programs suck everywhere. You got to get your start somewhere. Here's the pros and, and cons about a company like Covenant. Let me give you the pros. Number one, they work with a company called DAC. DAC means Driver Access Code, which is really now higher right out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Believe it or not, that's a good thing because half these trucking companies out there, they're, they're here today. Oil field companies, <clears throat> excuse me, oil field companies are about the worst trucking company you can go get a job. I was talking to a truck driver the other day. He, he was making 100000 a year. But he hasn't been able to get a job in the last two years because every oil field company that he worked for won't ever answer the damn phone or they went out of business. So he made a hundred grand three years in a row, and now for the last two years he can't even get a job because nobody can verify that he actually has trucking company or has trucking experience. So if you do the math, he's making about the same as the regular trucker. Because when you leave a company like that, they suck. So going back to Covenant, they are a DAC reporting company, meaning they literally put your work history and your dates and times on there. A trucking company can see, yes, he or she did work there. How great is that? So that's the pro about Covenant. Here's the con. You're new to trucking, and if you've never teamed before, Covenant is, a, I think they're 100%, if not 100%, 99.9% team operation only, meaning that truck doesn't stop, you stay in it, and they match you up with somebody you don't even know. It may be a big, giant truck. When you get inside, you're going, wow, look at all the room. Look at their 13-foot ceilings, 76-inch sleeper condo. Wow. But when you got to share it with somebody you don't know, it becomes this big. <laughs> it really does. Ruth Ann and I shared it. And when we were in an argument, we were the, the cabin seemed like it was this big. You can't get away from Pulling each other. Pulling that cur- curtain just doesn't do the actual it, effect. Yeah. <laughs> it, you can't get away from your partner. You really can't. And here's the problem. When you're teaming, one wants the window up, one wants the window down. One wants the heater on, one wants the air conditioner on. One don't want music, one wants music. One wants to smoke, one don't want to smoke. One's a pig, one's a neat freak. One's cocky, one's not. I'm telling you, it is a absolute nightmare if you're going to team with somebody that you do not know. My advice, 
Obviously, if you're going to be going through a four-week program to get your CDL, there's honestly, I'm just telling you, there's some really good companies out there that offer a training program. Once you get your CDL, everything, go ahead. Well, a lot of them right now are saying like J.B. Hunt. Another one said Prime. Here's the thing. There's, there's a lot of companies out there that you can go with that will pay for it. You have to sign the contract no matter what. And what that contract states is where you where you want to go with. Some of them are a year. Some of them was it was it Stevens was only seven months. Uh, no, months? I think I think Ron went there. It was either nine or eleven. So but, yeah, there there's ones that you don't have to have the contract as long. But here's the thing that a lot of drivers make the mistake of with those companies like Prime and Covenant and JB. When you go to them, if you don't complete your full term you do not get a copy of your certificate to state that you graduated through them. And the insurance companies that go to hire you need to see that you actually had a complete professional training. That's where they get you. So you you really went and spent, say you gave them four or five months. You just spent all that time for absolutely nothing. So you want to go with a company that might be a shorter term so that you can try and last it out longer or do like Charles says, Go get your your schooling because Charles was talking about going to Pinnacle. He said he's gone there six years ago, paid for it. You know, you pay for it yourself. But like Troy said, get your get your Pell Grant or some of the other ones. You know, there are other grants out there. Get your get your schooling yourself. Have your certificate. Then you can go anywhere. You just have to put that training portion in, which is like what eight weeks of actual driving training that you have to do with the company? You mean if you come in there with your CDL? Mm-hmm. No, there's some companies that offer it in like seven, 8,000 miles, which is three to four weeks tops. Okay. So yeah, two to two to four weeks usually with a trainer. I mean, in all honesty, the longer you could be with your trainer, the better for you. Okay. Um, some of us were mentored for many years before our grandfathers even left us drive. <laughs> yeah. So believe me. And, and I would tell you this also, you, you people getting your CDL, Take the advice of the older truckers. Take the advice of a trucker that's been driving for a couple of years. He's offering you his experience, things he's gone through. Okay, take that advice. Take the advice of other truck drivers. Ask. Never be afraid to ask if you don't know. You know, um, I had a guy written wrote into us last week about backing, you know, and, you know, he was actually all ears. We were telling him, you know, basically what to do, and he, and he went and, you know, talk to a couple experienced drivers and got a little bit of help, but he got his, somehow he got his CDL without knowing how to back up. So, which is really kind of scary with some of these trucking schools. So, especially since there was a Florida guy that just got pinned between two trucks in Ohio for helping a driver back up. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So anyways, go just one last thing. My advice is not don't go to Covenant or uh, JB Hunt or one of these big ones. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying Get mentally prepared because most drivers don't last the program and they end up and they end up screwing themselves because they get out of it for a month and then they go, I really want to be a trucker. And, and, and the company will not take you back. Once you once you uh, sever ties with these guys during your training, 99% of the time, they're never going to take you back. And now you've got to start all over in somebody else's training program. And it's, to be honest with you, it's really no better on... With any company in training, I mean, some companies are a little better than others because they really have really trained their trainers. I know some trucking companies that the trainers got to go through what's called the train the trainer program. I would inquire about the trainers, but I would also do the reviews. But in all sincerity, more than anything, get yourself ready 
for boot camp because the next couple months of trying to complete that contract, it's boot camp. You're waking up in strange places. You're uh, doing something that your entire life is not used to. And uh, your whole life's about to change. So get your mind. Do as much research. Rita's about to pee your pants over there laughing. No, I'm just uh, laughing at Kevin because he says new drivers won't listen to us old timers because they know everything. That's the generation, <laughs> no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Well, when you have kids, you, you guys got to admit it, right? When you have teenagers, you know, they always say hire a teenager because they're pretty knowledgeable. They know everything. So, but nope, that's that's it. Uh, that was the beginning of our podcast, Rita, 20 minutes into it. This is going to be a long podcast. So. Guys, we're going to go ahead and cut out of here. Um, we appreciate you guys testing our mics out for us and, and being part of uh, this week's show, actually. Uh, your names are all going to be mentioned. And uh, we uh, hope you tune into iTunes or TalkCDL.com or Google Play or wherever you find TalkCDL. And uh, we appreciate everyone that follows the show. And uh, I think that's it, Ruthann, right? Are we... Is, hey, well, we have to ask you real quick is... Is Dallas closed? They did close Dallas, right? The the, the the next truck show. Yeah, as far as I know, all the truck show. Yeah. So nothing's going to start up till next year. So I wonder if they're they're planning on Louisville for this March because Louisville yeah. we were scheduled to be in Louisville. Yeah, they're planning it. It said see you next year, which really stinks because okay. that was their anniversary this past year. So now. Yeah. So we're gonna we're planning on uh, we're planning on being in Louisville and and having a booth. So if, if y'all are going to be at the truck show this coming March, and believe it or not, it's, it's what, six months away? Or? Yeah, it's only July. Oh, it's July? Okay, it's nine months away. <laughs> <laughs> or, or no, wait, is it nine? August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Eight months away. Eight, eight months flies by. It, it does. really does. It does. So, you know, if you can, if you guys do get to go to the truck show, there's so much to be, to see there. It's their be- It's an amazing show. And stop in and, and say hi to Toxedio. We'd really. If you're coming up 75 and you happen to be somewhere between Ocala and Tampa, give us a call. Yeah. We're out at Wildwood quite a bit. So, so but anyways, Ruthann, I'm going to go ahead and lo- uh, end, the, end the live feed. And thank you, everybody. All right, so the live feed was pretty awesome. You see that? What do you what do you what did you think about that? That's pretty cool. I wonder if we should do that every week. Maybe bring everybody in and Yeah, I mean it would be great. I'm just wondering on that. I didn't notice it till now. David is angry. David. Yeah. He's angry what on the podcast? Yeah, he has an angry face up there. Everybody gave like you, likes or a love sign. So David's angry? David put an angry face up. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner operators, and even part-time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to 54 cents a mile. Teams get up to 58 cents a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice. No touch freight and 60% drop in hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the elite fleet. Four days on and four days off. Hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the lease purchase program with payments as low as $345. You can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, get this pod on the sh- Let's just get the show on the road. 
I'm actually, it's kind of threw my game off a little bit. Okay, so so let's talk about this uh, uh, road rage incident, and it's kind of a craziness. And he's actually an older driver. Listen, just listen to this. A terrifying road rage encounter was captured on cell phone video. The incident occurred on Sunday afternoon on Interstate 95 in Miami Gardens. According to Arden's Esteven, he and his girlfriend were driving north on, inter- on the interstate when they said they saw a truck driving erratically near the Florida Turnpike on the ramp. He said the cell phone video does not show the entire encounter, and it is unclear what spurred the road rage incident. However, Esteven told Local 10 News that the truck cut him off. However, the truck driver said that Esteven began brake checking him. Okay? It says the video shows the truck speeding up behind Esteven's Nissan Altima and then pulling alongside the car. On the video, you can hear a gun being fired and Esteven's girlfriend screaming as she records the video. In an interview with uh, 7 Miami News, the truck driver Randall Vaughters, 67, now this is the truck driver, he's 67 years old, says, uh, said that he's just sorry it escalated to the point it did, and it should, should have, uh, he should have known better. He said, I should have known better. Road rage is never something that you should take lightly. If you get in a road rage incident, just back off, pull to the side, which I tried to do, but the dude would not let me in. He kept on and on and on, but me being in a semi, I'm at fault. Walters said uh, it should have happened, shouldn't have happened, but the other guy, he's, he's not as innocent as he says he is. He's the one that started this whipping over in front of me, brake checking, shooting, shooting me the bird, basically flipping him off. Walters was arrested and charged with one count of discharging a firearm in public and two counts of aggravated assault. He bond, his bond was $8,500. Now, what do you, what do you think about that? Um, He's right. You shouldn't let road rage escalate like that. But being a professional, you need to, you know, right now, right now, the truckers across America are trying to push to get the right to carry a firearm. Hey, I never thought of that. That's not helping truckers with that right. They want the right to carry firearms because of the rioters and so forth that they just, feel threatened of. Or just to protect your life. Exactly, to protect to protect themselves. Well, when you have a road rage incident and a trucker pulls a gun out, you're a professional. That's like walking into, you know, any any office and they don't like what's going on and they pull a gun out at you. No, they have security come out and take care of that. So as a professional, you need to not have the quick temper yeah. that provokes the, the, the actions from that road rage. So you know, I feel bad for him because he allowed it to happen to himself. I like the angle you're coming from there because I hadn't actually thought about the big push for, you know, having a weapon, a firearm for protection in your truck. Mm-hmm. And like you, and you associate it with, look, we are supposed to be the professional drivers. That's why we get trained. We were just talking about being trained. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the uh, that uh, incident like that does never look does not. I don't think it's going to affect you know the outcome of you know this national 
um, carry permit that they're pushing for truck drivers to be able to just go in any state. It should be rich. Every, you know, it's funny. We're in the United States. It doesn't really matter. We're, if I get a permit to carry a gun, it shouldn't be stopped in another state. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. But that's a good angle, what you said. And look, here's the thing. Like he said, the guy was brake checking him, flipping him off. Well, I agree with the trucker. It wasn't just the trucker's fault. It takes, you know, when you were growing up, growing up and you get in a fight with your brother or sister and your mom would always go, Look, it takes two to fight. You're both grounded. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't. And they knew that the at least the one that didn't start it could have walked away. Right. So you're 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 both need to be taught a lesson. And whether this guy brake checked the trucker and flipped him off or not, the trucker, like he just said, he even said it. You get into a road rage, back off, pull it aside. He said he couldn't pull it aside because the guy wouldn't let him in. But still, you you could you could literally. Back off, mm-hmm. and and hopefully there's a cell phone video of the trucker trying to stop or slow down to where that guy wouldn't you know let up either. Usually, usually the other side only wants to show the video. Okay, mm-hmm. of of it's like it's like the news. They only show you what they want you to see, so you draw the conclusion they want you to draw. Mm-hmm. Well, so now this guy again. I'm not I'm not defending anybody. I'm just saying that. We should probably wait to see exactly what happened. But in the in the end, I will say this: he is the professional and should have not, should have never. It said it, the cell phone video shows him coming up on these guys and you know using the, probably using the truck to bully a little. That right there is not what a professional should do, and I think he feels bad about it. I really it sounds do just, like it just by. His, but here's another perfect example of why you should have the cameras in your truck. Why? Because of because, because it, it would show it, what it, the driver was doing in front of him exactly to get that road rage going. He's saying that the that the other guy started it. Well, that would have helped prove prove him because it would have been one video yes. against another video. Absolutely, and you're right, 100. percent And guys, gals, for real, get yourself a, a a camera. I think some people are afraid to get a camera because they know maybe they have a hot head and they might do some stupid things a lot. So it's like, well, it's probably going to get me in more trouble than not. Right now, if I was driving, I would have cameras all around my tractor. I would have them inside showing front. I would have them pointing to the sides just because of everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. I would want cameras going all around me just to prove that, you know, whatever my actions would have been if I, you know, I had some proof to show I did what I did in a professional way. You know. and, and let's be honest about one other thing. The end result was he shot at them too. Yeah. So you get with you. That's the other thing that I would tell you. If you're a trucker and you have that much of a hothead that you're willing to pull a gun out and pull a trigger, not real, not in any way. Once you get that mad that you're pulling a trigger, you're not actually thinking of the consequences. Mm-mm. This guy probably isn't ever going to drive a truck for anybody again. No. You know, unless he's an owner operator. I think it actually said, oh no, you know what I read? They reached out to the trucking company for comment, and they didn't get any back. So that he was driving for somebody. So realistically, you know, that's a career-ending move. Yeah. And it could have been a, a life pr- if If you would have killed somebody, you know, there's been incidences where somebody shoots into a car and kills a little kid. Mm-hmm. And then, then you, and you know, you wake up in prison, okay, and you have your pockets hanging out because you're now someone's bitch for the rest of their life. You just became a prisoner's wife. 
I'm just telling you, that's the prison life. You can really get, yeah. I'm just trying to make it sound as bad as I can because it's like, how do you get it in someone's head? And you know what? If you have a temper that bad, you might not want to carry a damn gun. Just shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you may want to, you may want to prevent yourself from doing something stupid. And a Mm -hmm. guy like that probably shouldn't have had a gun. Yeah. If you know that when you drink whiskey, you become a bad drunk, then you should stay away from whiskey, right? And, and you Same f- content. You four-wheelers, I ain't letting you off the hook either because I believe the guy probably was brake-checking the trucker mm-hmm. and, and not letting him around. You guys think you take it upon yourselves to try to slow us down or block us if we're going, trying to get down the road, and you think you're just going to ride in the hammer lane and just ride slow when it, you got a guy that literally is on the clock or on, you know, he's, he's racing the clock because he's trying to get your goods delivered, and you're going to sit out there picking your nose in the hammer lane, and you won't move the hell over. I wish they, they those guys would get more tickets. I really do. I'm serious. So do I. So. So anyways, I think it was both their faults, but I, I'm more hard on the trucker because he's the professional, and I agree with you, Ruthann. It doesn't look good for gun advocates. Let's move on to the next subject, which was Quaaludes. Huh. Quaaludes. Ruthann, when's the last time you even heard the name Quaalude? Well, honestly, probably, what, early 80s maybe? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, we, you know, America, we've moved on to crack and and um, black tar and heroin and all other good stuff. Oh, I think we're we're up to fentanyl now. <laughs> so this was in Africa. By Prescription the, pain medicine. Exactly. <laughs> Vi- Vicodins and Oxycontin. You know, we we haven't done quaaludes in America. And I don't even think they. I, I actually asked somebody a couple of years ago. I'm like, do they even have quaaludes anymore? He was like, I don't know. I haven't seen them in man forever. So anyway, so check this out. Um, it says a terrifying. Oh, well, almost started reading the same one. Would not have been real smart. It says a truck driver was arrested on Monday evening at uh, Aramavel. I can't even pronounce that one. It says the border. It's it's in Nambia and South African border. Now you might ask, why Troy are you reading like? South African stuff. Well, because the South Africans stole our quaaludes, I think. I don't know. It's it's that's they're down there doing something we haven't done in 20 years. It's kind of funny. Um, well, drugs are never funny, but he says after he was found with 1,001. I'm sorry, 1,014 Mandrex tablets worth one. What is that? Oh, this is okay. Looks like uh, 121 thousand dollars, basically. Um, I said a police spokesman, deputy commissioner. Kwana Shikwambi said a police officer saw the truck. This is what was, was, now listen to this. This is, how curious can this get? It said a cop seen him. He seen the truck driver um, taking a plastic bag and hiding it in the nearby bushes before driving the truck to the scanner. So basically, I guess he was at a way scale or whatever. He was crossing the border. But so before he got to the border... A cop noticed this guy. I I don't even know how far back it was. He stopped and ducked in the woods real quick, took a baggie, and uh, stuck it in the woods. (laughs) Be careful of the lions, even, right? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) So he says, after being scanned, he went back to collect the plastic and loaded it on, on the vehicle, not knowing that he was being monitored. The suspect was then arrested. Investigation continues, she said. Uh, Shikawambi applauded the officer and the others who continue to be vigilant, honest, and committed to the service delivery. Um, it's, it's, uh, it says the Nambian nation is reminded to retrospect, stop using drugs, and together we kill 
the market of dangerous substances, she said. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you're just now catching up to quaaludes, you know, <laughs> I don't know that you're going to stop the drugs, you know. But I'm just saying. it's They got, they got a hard lessons to learn and in I the coming that, years. <laughs> and I think that was $1.2 it was worth, not not 121000 so. Different area. Yeah, different area. I couldn't read the actual cash part. So, anyways, I just thought that was kind of a little bit of a different story coming out of, uh, you know, it's a trucker story. You know, here's a guy driving a track trailer, and uh, he wanted to hide his quaaludes. So I'm looking at, I have quaaludes pulled up, uh-huh. right? Just yeah. on drugs.com. Right, right. And uh, Drugs.com? Yeah, drugs.com. So it's, it's a barbiturate, right? Yeah, it's a barbiturate. But, you know, I'm reading it. Yeah. Because, I mean, it has formal names and stuff, but I'm reading the Ludes. common street names. Ludes. So I'm reading the common street name. What's the common? So they have a few of them. Bandits. Uh, I think this is supposed to be Bluebell or I can't even... Disco Biscuits is what had me... Disco Biscuits? That's, that's what made me have me giggling. They're, they're downers. Disco Biscuits, yeah. Ewings, Flamingos, Flowers, Genuines, Ludes. Lemons. Yes, yeah. Ludes is one of them. Yeah. That's what everybody calls Lovers, them. Lovers, Mandy's, Quays, Quaaludes, Quack, Quad, Randy, Mandy's. Randy, Mandy's. <laughs> 714s, Soper, Soaps, Support. Sporos, vitamin Q, wagon wheels. <laughs> Somebody needs to get these these Africans some Vicodin and some Oxycontin, catch them up to the stronger stuff. That's kind of weird. Quaaludes. You got to admit it. I never thought I'd hear that name again. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Okay, Ruthann, you have the Qualcomm message from the dispatcher to the truck driver on advice when coming up on rioters. I do. You do have that, right? Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Let's 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 hear the advice that a it was a dispatcher, right? It was well, it was their company, it so was a, yeah, it, it could have been anybody. Safety I guess. dispatch, who knows which what what it was. But I tried to actually look and see if DOT um, was you know part of any of this, but oh, yeah, we we should. Well, we're not. We don't I couldn't mention, find anything, but we don't I might have to have mention to, the driver's name or anything. Like no, that. no, I won't. We might have to talk to Sensei and see what Sensei has to say about it. Hey drivers, have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call J.J. Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them TalkCDL sent you. Thank you. Guys, so what's what's the, the message from company to driver? So if you come up to a... His... his Thing saying, if you come up to a riot, you are to lock your doors, roll up your windows, have your seatbelt on, put your emergency blinkers on, honk your horn, 
Do not engage rioters. Take video. Engage the panic button. Can you stop? Mm-hmm. I think when you blow the big air horn, you're pretty much engaging. It's almost like a, a war cry. Come on, for real. Pull up slowly. Honk your horn. Well, you got to tell them to get out the way so you're honking your horn. Like you're going to keep going. All right. Because usually when a driver honks his horn, mm-hmm. like especially like you know how sometimes when you're coming up to a red light. You just got honked out at the red light. When I you did. Were sitting with there. a regular guy, though. That I was know, a but you were car. sitting there and the light turned green. You were just talking. No, I was paying attention to the, the guy in the road. I was like, he was talking to himself. <laughs> yeah. And so the guy behind you went, doop. Doop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops, sorry. Good. I did. I said sorry. All right, good. Because that's usually not me. So when he says, <laughs> engage your panic button for your smart drive camera system. Do not stop. Record your death. Always keep moving. Drive slow enough to allow rioters to get out of the way. Or fall off. But fast enough that they cannot get on your truck. I want to know what that speed is. Okay, I'm going to go slow enough. Do not allow them the ability to disable your vehicle. I want to know what is the speed that makes you go slow enough that the... Like, what if it's like an old lady rioting? But anyways... You, you, you got to go slow enough for the rider to get out of the way, but fast enough that they can't, what, get on? Mm-hmm. So what, what is that speed? <laughs> I think one is not... 14 and a half miles per hour. I think <laughs> one is going to be a little bad for the other. If you're going fast enough they can't get on, you might squash a few. No, I mean, think about it. If they're going fast enough that they can't get on your tractor. Billy was able to get out of the way, but Margaret wasn't. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Not too bad for Margaret. That horn honking, <laughs> that horn honking should have told you there was something big coming along. And that's the thing is when you're at a red light, right? And a driver's, remember how many times when a truck's going down the road, if they can't stop because the light changed or something, you know, you're deciding you're going to try and make a turn. What's that driver do? He pulls his horn, Right. And that's loud enough to let everybody in the vicinity know there's a big truck coming up. Look where you're going. I think that's why they want you to pull the horn. Anyway, so the next one says, if someone tries to stop your vehicle by standing in front of it, do not stop. Wait, say that again? Do not stop. No, read that whole thing again. If someone tries to stop your vehicle by standing in front of it, do not stop. Do not stop. That's advice. Now, that's advice from a trucking company. To a truck driver. Slow down, but do not stop. If you strike someone. But it said DOT on that, on that Qualcomm, by the way. If, so that's if how you I strike out. someone, safely escape. Okay, so if they get in your way, do not stop. If you strike them, safely escape. So if they bounce backwards, that means escape. That means they might become a wheel chalk. Is, is that <laughs> you just... I'm just... I mean, it's crazy. I mean, honestly, and, and look, there's some truckers out there going, absolutely, I ain't stopping for no one. I mean, I can't blame a trucker. I can't. No, you, I don't. I don't blame would, a trucker. Right. Would you want to be killed? No, because that's exactly what they're doing. It'd be one thing if they were just standing in front of you and saying, okay, we're going to scoot away, you know, when you come up, but we're going to kind of make you get really slowed. It's not happening that way. They're attacking the vehicle and the drivers that are in it. So. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest. It sounds like crazy advice, but it's almost the advice that we're all saying we're going to do anyways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we don't want to kill anybody. Nobody wants to run a protester over. But if you're, if you're dumb enough to put my life in danger, 
then it's really you against me. I mean, I didn't engage this. I didn't engage. You're engage. You're almost engaging um, a violent act when you start protesting on the interstates. There was a guy the other day. I was watching him talk, and he said, "Look, if you're going to protest cops, go to the police station. Just do it there. Mm-hmm. You want to protest the NFL? Go to the NFL. You want to protest this? Go to. Th- why bring it? Why bring the protest to um, the people that are just trying to work?" What you're forcing your views on people. It, it, it doesn't become a protest. It doesn't become. It's not a protest anymore when you force your views on somebody. Well, not only that, but if you're going to stop big trucks from delivering their freight, do you think that you're not going to get impacted by it? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's obvious. I mean, the entire country is impacted by all uh, this crap right exactly. now. Exactly. Everything that's going on right now with all the rioting. Do they feel comfortable knowing that they held up food being taken to the grocery stores? Ruth, then they do. They don't care. That's what I'm saying. They don't care. This is what guys, that's what that guy said the other day. He said he was, on, he was at a place where a bridge was blocked. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens if there's a, a fire that a fire truck can't get to? And, and would you want your family to not be able to get help because you're trying to, you're trying to bring a point to the America at all costs, including... Holding up somebody that may be trapped in a burning building or some kid choking or whatever an ambulance is trying to get through and they can't because you're blocking the interstate. It's, it's To be honest with you, I'm telling you, I'm all for, by force, remove them, it's arrest like, them, get rid of them. That's just the way I feel about I agree. protesters. I agree. Bring in the National Guard. Let them come and take them. Yeah. I, I feel that way because of all the damage that they've caused and there was no, you know... There's, they're, they're doing more damage than what they think that they're, they're, yep, so. their thing is, is helping. Okay, so if they're blocking you, run them over. And if, wait, what was the other one? If, if, if they're in your way, make sure you escape. So after you've run them over, if they're still kicking, run, squash their head. What, what no, did, it didn't say anything like that. Okay, what did it say? It says if someone tries to stop your vehicle. Right. Or if someone tries to stop your vehicle by standing in front of it, do not stop. Slow down, but do not stop. If you strike someone, safely escape the situation first. Once safe, call 911, report the incident, and await further instructions from law enforcement. Yeah, hello, I'd like to report a protester. Yeah, he's under my tire. Part of him is. Yeah, yeah I safely escaped. Yeah, you got a putty knife? You're going to need one. Oh, yeah. Well, here's, here's, here's also, I mean... Bring a baggie. Ziploc. <laughs> it's going to stink. I'm just, look, I'm just... I, I totally forget. You've done it three times. You kept going with your little jokes, and I forgot what I was going to say then. <laughs> so anyway, so that was advice. And I wasn't even sure if that was DOT. Because it said DOT on that Qualcomm. Right, or a- was it from the actual company... And and which that advice? I don't know. It says on the top, it like of it, it says DOT and then the time, but it's in his inbox. So I have no idea mm-hmm. if it's yeah, you know. It's been a while since I looked at a Qualcomm. Who knows? They might all say DOT on them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they photoshopped so many things, so it could have been photoshopped for all I know, but. Yeah, that's true. You never know. You never know. Yeah, I, I, you know what? That's funny you say it because it, it almost sounds crazy, that advice. Well, Don't uh, stop. If you strike them, escape uh, safely and then call 911. Well, I guess the company's saying, you know, don't get killed. Right. You know, I mean, I can't get you. Know, you know that tanker that 
was up on that bridge mm -hmm. that they said, oh, he tried to run everybody over. You, he plainly stopped. He could have killed everybody and never even stopped because he had enough momentum that he went, you know, screw this. Mm -hmm. And he stopped because he didn't want to hurt somebody. Right. But that could have been very bad. That could have ended very bad. And that poor guy was actually arrested, you know. Yeah. You see, and this is one of the other reasons why that that subject is very touchy in trucking. I mean, you know, we we all say, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going home to my family. Well, you if you kill somebody, you ain't going home to your family. No. You were going to jail that day, guaranteed. I I still just don't I just don't think that you should have repercussions like that. If you are being attacked by those rioters, wouldn't it be the same thing as a gang? You know, like if a gang came out and attacked a vehicle okay. and the people. Let me ask you this. If you ran over a protester or two, okay, when the cops show up, 10,000 people are going to side with you or their protester buddies. They're going to side with the protesters, but so, I'm saying, I mean, still get arrest them and get them out of that situation because you're saving their life by doing that. Yeah, you're going you're going to jail that day. That's just a guarantee. What did the when we got our carry permit? What did the guy tell us? He said, "If you pull out your gun, you better be ready to use it." Mm -hmm. He said, "And the end result that day is what? You're going to jail." It don't he said, "It doesn't matter whether you were in right or wrong." Till they sort it out, you're going to spend a night or two in jail. That's right. just the way it works. No. You are not going to, most of the time, you are not going to go, you the guy attacked me. 99% of the time, they take you to jail until it gets sorted out. That's all it's to it. I understand that, but I think the rioters should have gone to jail too. Uh, we agree. We can all say what we think. All I'm telling you is really what happens during these times. I understand this, that too. That truck driver... They arrested him. They put him in jail. And after so many days, they finally, after a, a call to let him out because they realized they had nothing. You can see the video. That they, they, And it was really the worst was these freaking big media uh, news agencies were writing, truck driver tries to kill, mm -hmm. truck driver charges, truck driver does this. No, truck driver didn't. Truck driver came around the corner and realized, oh my gosh, what kind of mess did my company get me in by sending me here that's exactly what he th what i would have been thinking right. because you dispatched him over to that damn riot and then so the guy's like what do i do now i'm screwed i got to get across that bridge mm -hmm. you know i'm so i've got people coming towards me so he punches it a little bit maybe to scare people that's, yeah, to that's try what, and get them to move that's what i thought really was going on there he's like you know what maybe I'll, I'll i'll get them to jump out of the way but not everybody was out of the way in time and he stopped he was like you know i don't want to kill somebody he at least had a little bit of a conscience well they beat the shit out of him they tore his truck apart and then he's lucky the police were just pulling up and they grabbed him and like you said they really they, saved they his saved life. his life by they, doing that and they, that he, he probably got the medical care that he needed from the injuries that he sustained from them exactly and that's what i'm saying they're no no different a rioter like that is no different than a gang member that comes in and, and and does the same stuff they're not seeing themselves any differently which is sad because there is no difference when you think about it. And it's like when you do that, it's like, you know how, how uh, a criminal will sit there and do a suicide by cop? Yeah, sure. It's the same to me. It's no different. You want to stand in front of a moving vehicle, suicide by moving vehicle. What do you want to become a martyr? That's what it's to me. It's thinking, you know, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Well, all I'm telling you is the end result in these things. And so if, if, if he would have ran them over because he feared for his life, honestly, that, that there, I don't think he'd ever get out of jail. It doesn't matter because you're in a, you're in a big city where they're rioting. And honestly, <laughs> these rioters are getting a lot of leeway. And, 
You know, you look at the guy with the gun, mm-hmm. him and his wife in St. Louis, they just, what did they do? They went and got a search warrant and they confiscated the gun that was commit, uh, that he defended himself with. You have a right to be on your property with your gun. And when, when these, when these rioters, you know, broke into his private driveway and started walking up on his lawn and doing their thing, he was in his right. Because first off, if you look at every other place that rioters come into, they destroy, burn the property, and they, they do all kind of stuff. That guy brought out his gun, and it was it was a real nice semi-automatic rifle. His wife was a little wrong because she pointed it at them. He didn't point that rifle at them. And he was just saying, you need to get out of here. Go now. He And they left. Finally, they realized, well, this guy's about to kill us. And he had the right. He had the right to do that. Mm-hmm. But you see... What I don't get is, and this is a perfect example of what I'm saying, you're going to go to jail. This, they literally just executed a search warrant and went and confiscated his gun. Now, why would you do that? Why would you, and this guy's a lawyer too, by the way, in a, in a mansion, it's a beautiful house. And it's like, why are, you, why are you now confiscating someone's gun and e- executing a search warrant when you know the guy was within his rights? He was within his rights. Mm-hmm. It's because of pressure from the... Uh, you know, rioters and and all all the the representatives of of what's going on out there, a call to arrest this guy, and and that's wrong. But yeah, it is wrong. But my, arrest the people that are doing more damage. Right. But my point is, right and wrong sometimes doesn't matter in this situation. Yes, I I agree. He should have pulled his gun out because he could have been hurt or his property could have been just destroyed. If your life feels threatened, number you, number you're two, allowed to. Number two, the law says you have a right to, like you said, and number three. Okay, um, the bottom line is they really don't have the right to come on private property. It wasn't even public property. So everything was on this guy's side, and yet he still, okay, is being possibly persecuted here by the law and by the wrong, by the wrong crowd, just like a truck driver there. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave that, that advice on that Qualcomm was do not stop. Go slow enough to where they can get out of the way, fast enough to where they can't jump on and destroy your truck. If one stands in front of you and tries to stop you by just getting in front of you, do not stop. Okay? If you strike the the protester, escape safely and then call 911. Now, I'm just telling you that that advice could get get a company in trouble. Mm-hmm. I would think because you're now telling I mean because that's the other thing truck drivers you better be sure you better be sure that you had no other alternative before you start running people over because if the law can see a cell phone video of what appears to you doing the wrong thing you're going to prison for a long time i'm gonna tell you that right now so don't think just because somebody wrote on a qualcomm that it's okay for you guys to just plow anybody over i don't want to see any truck drivers go to prison but i also don't want to see a truck driver get hurt or killed I agree. Maybe go slow and don't stop. But if you go slow enough, they're coming up on your truck. Right. And they're going to kick your window in and they're going to do what they did to the guy in Minneapolis. They're going to, yeah. So it's almost like you you almost got to make the decision as you go. And, and I want to tell you that the number one advice I have, trucking companies, be alert on where there's like these fires, these uh, rioters and protests going on. I know they can just spring up, but if you know of a protest going on in a city that you have freight going to, you really need to throw that freight in a warehouse or just tell the customer it ain't coming. 
because it ain't worth your driver. Reroute the driver. Exactly. It ain't worth your driver's life. It ain't worth your truck. It ain't worth your company. You can can lose your company over this stuff. Mm -hmm. So my advice is it may hurt, but don't, don't. Don't put your driver in that situation. And you guys, don't tell me that you can't keep track of everything. Bullshit. Do not tell me you can't look up every damn city and keep up with the news and know if there's a riot going on where you're delivering your trucks. I don't care. And if you have 10,000 trucks, uh, Swift, 20,000 trucks, have your damn dispatchers calling. Have your brokers ca- Have the guy that's getting the blanking profit. The guy that's making the money off the freight, that's making a big commission, Okay. Guess what? Hire people to find out if there's if there are hot spots in the country. Do not tell me you cannot find out and send these truck drivers into the combat zone. That's bullshit. Do not tell me that. Do not tell me you cannot just keep track of where the riots are going. BS. Go ahead. <laughs> you forget what you're going to say? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was right there. And I'm like, um, wait till he's done. Wait till he's done. Wait till he's done. <laughs> what, just no, cut poof, me off. Just right cut, out. cut me off. I'd rather you cut me off. If you got to, you know, remember Arnold Horshack? Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Stick your hand up and I'll, I'll stop. You're on a good tangent. I just wanted you to. I just... was on a tangent because yeah. it, it ticks me off that a company's got to give that advice when they really don't. Oh, I know what it was. Go ahead. Get a camera. Get your inside cameras. Oh, yeah. Drivers, if your company don't provide one, Either ask them, hey, listen, due to all the stuff going on, I would love it if you put a camera in my tractor. If they say, no, I don't want to spend the money, spend the money yourself. Protect yourself in that manner. That's And that's really super advice because bottom line, uh, you're protecting yourself. And you want to know something else? Here's the truth. Let's say you've got a company cam, uh, uh, dash cam. Mm-hmm. And there you are with the company dash cam. And your truck, ca- your your camera catches something incredible. I mean, like a, uh, a just some something insane that you know. Oh my gosh, that's going to get twenty million views. Well, if it's the company's camcorder or ca- dash cam, guess who doesn't get access to it? You. Nope. Exactly, man. I would I would want my own dash cam just for the sake of if I capture something in- insane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm the guy that gets to pull the chip out and... and Give it uh, to Talk CDL. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, we, you already know. We already told everybody. We have vi- many viral videos. I think we probably have 19 or 20 that have gone over a million. One that almost hit 40 million. And we have many, many that are hitting 500,000, 800,000, 900,000 views. And we get paid for those videos. So, yeah, if you guys get a video of anything, anything, especially trucking, but anything out there on the ch- in, on the road that you capture with your, your dash cam, you know, contact us and we'll give you a Dropbox file or a way to get the video to us. And we will literally split the profits with you. Um, that's the truth. We get commercially paid for our videos. But uh, no, seriously, Ruth Ann, that was great advice. Get a dash cam because I'm telling you, that really could prove your innocence a lot. And that trucker that did the road rage in Florida mm-hmm. that got arrested, I, I think it could have helped him if he was telling the truth. But still, in the end, when you pull out a gun, it probably isn't helping, especially if the other guy didn't have a gun. Okay. Right. So, no, that's, a, that's, you have to have that. Yeah. So, what else? Everything you got your word of the day. I do. But first, I want to sit there and tell the drivers that there is a brake safety week, week inspection blitz for, set for the end of August. August 23rd. So, yeah, 23rd to the 29th. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Georgia has this really cool mobile brake checking system. So, if you're out for a few weeks at a shot, 
spend the time to prepare to get your brakes checked before you go back out because the end of August, which is really what a month and a half away is when this inspection is going to go and you want to make sure that you're doing really good. And when you have a mobile brake checking system, mm-hmm. that means on those roads that we use to uh, avoid the scales, uh, they can bring it over there mm-hmm. and that's probably what they're going to do. Believe me, one of the things you guys should know about the national brake check, and we'll be announcing that here over the next couple of weeks, but one of the things you should know about the national brake check and any other DOT uh, uh, inspections that they have annually, they love they love to see who can get the highest numbers. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. In fact, we're going to get Sensei Trooper Hoover on here, and we'll see if um, we can get get some maybe a little uh, inside scoop on the next on the upcoming break check for the end of August. I, not that we're asking him to spill the beans but you know trooper hoover loves to help truck drivers yes he does he does he's, he's one of those state troopers dot officers that really will would rather pull a truck driver over with with a uh, uh a violation and not give him a ticket but help him understand how not to you know to uh uh, uh get it again so well there's also this week the 12th through the 18th is a uh level three inspection so level three cross the country. Mm-hmm. So level three inspection th- the, of July. Yeah. So this tw- coming week. So 12th through the 18th. So drivers, uh, in fact, Ruthann, is today the 11th? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it starts by the time this podcast. So we'll, this podcast will be up uh, uh, Sunday. <laughs> It'll be the start of the of the national, what, what kind of inspection is it? Level three. Yeah. Level three driver inspection. So drivers uh, that are hearing this podcast right now. Be aware they're looking for you. Believe me, everybody. It's not just a normal week. The 13th through, or th- sorry, the 12th through the what? 18th. So for the next week, they're looking for you guys. Ruthann, word of the day. Word of the day. All right. I got to turn my volume on my computer up. All right. Ready? Axiomatic. 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 So, axiomatic means self-evident or unquestionable. Self-evident or unquestionable. Use it in a sense. All right. The second meaning is mathematics relating to or containing axioms. But in a sentence, you might think the solution is axiomatic, but I need more evidence. The second question is, or second sentence is, the suggestion to extend the deadline was axiomatic and the vote was unanimous. So it almost sounds like axiomatic means obvious. Mm -hmm. Is that what that means? Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Self-evident or unquestionable. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, it's pretty evident. You know, it's like just looking at it is evident. Read Read the example again. I'm curious. The suggestion to extend the deadline was axiomatic and the vote was unanimous the um fmca fmcsa gave emergency conditions to drivers that are driving right now and if they get held up by rioters or anything like that that they can still stay within their guidelines by even if they were delayed by a few hours to get to their um thing so it was axiomatic for the fmcsa to extend the hours of services for drivers hey that was a good way of using <laughs> yes, it yes. you smiling yes. like you're so happy with yourself 
All right, Ruthann, I think we've pretty much had a uh, a full podcast. Yes, we have. Yeah, it was fun. And you know what I really liked? I liked bringing in the Facebook people. It was nice. They were fun. It was Come nice. Come on, they were really fun. Yes, it was. That was nice. I, I enjoyed that. And Mary, hopefully you'll get your CDL. And, you know, I hope people weren't say, weren't thinking I wasn't saying don't go. I'm saying if you have a choice to go to a trucking school and be, you know, have it paid for, you're, you're, it's almost like a guy saying, I want to be a lease operator versus I would rather buy a truck up myself. If you buy a truck yourself, you're in charge. Mm-hmm. You're not held hostage. If you do a lease purchase, you're stuck at that company. That's what she, basically what Charles was saying and the, the one driver was saying, you know, go to the trucking school, pay the money because yes. you're not in a contract. They're not controlling you. You can have your choices. Yeah, sometimes the free thing is not always the best thing. No, not when you're giving up nine to 12 months of your... Yeah, you actually, that's a... Your decisions. Ruthann, that's actually such a good way of looking at it. The cost when you go to one of these free schools is your life. You're giving your life... You're giving a year. You're giving your yeah. You're giving up a year at, at at their beck and call and not making a lot of money. Not, and look, we all got to put in our first year. Come on, guys. We all we all started out on the low side of the money and all that crap. But the bottom line is, when you sign up, you might think, "Oh, I'm getting a free CDL. I get to just do what I want. I'm getting a job out of it." Yada yada yada. No, actually, you're getting a place that is probably thinking, "We're doing you a favor. Now you're going to do what we tell you, or you're mm-hmm. out." And that's a lot of the attitude that goes on with that. It is. And, you know, like Troy said, go search. There's so many grants out there right now. And even one of the drivers, it might have been Charles, again, said, you know, in certain states. Charles has been pretty much part of this podcast. Charles was really. Yeah. He he had some good points. Charles, Kevin, and Keith. All right. And Mary. So Margarita. Margarita. (laughs) Good. So if you have a state, a lot of them will fund you. They will give you the money to... I guess it's a form of bettering yourself by becoming a, you know, going to school or doing certain things. So look and see what your state has to offer you. A lot of them would rather you go and go to schooling with that funding and then go and do something. So check your state, see what's available, go to the school itself and ask. A lot of them will go and do their funding through them and they will help you that the counselors will help you get grants and other ways of funding and there's a, a funding that's through the state like through the government itself that you can put in yeah hey and that's that's a great honestly great advice 100 percent. like ruthann's saying listen just try a little don't be you, just be diligent and really put forth the effort believe it don't don't sell yourself short and think oh no i can't get a small loan oh i can't get this again trust me ruth ann when, when her and i got together we had the most horrible credit in the world 20 some years ago and you know what she was one of those little gals that didn't give up and we we ended up doing things you know we got a brand new car even uh, back in the day and uh with bad credit you finagled remember that minivan we got yeah. Lord willing. So all I'm saying is if you guys really want to get your CDL, don't be afraid to call. Is beneficial still in business? Well, one of the, it, there's like places like that, that you just go online and look for, you know, personal loans. Believe me, there's places that will, and it'll be high interest rate, but so is the damn trucking, you know, just so is the school from the uh, uh, big company that's going to be keeping you prisoner anyway. So I would just say try. Roadmasters is a great school. You get a certificate from Roadmasters, anybody will hire you. Yeah. Most people will hire you. So mm-hmm. I wanted to mention 
Did you have something before I go into this? Mm-mm. All right. So I wanted to mention the names. I told them I would mention their names that were part of the podcast tonight that um, uh, were on the live uh, in the beginning of the show, Ruthann. Uh, so we've got Margarita Wilson, Jarvis Card. We've got Keith Robinson, David Green, Charles Roswell, Charles. And, and if I get the name wrong, um, honestly, sorry for your bad luck. All right. Charles Larroquin, David Green. Charles Roswell. Charles Roswell is the one that said a lot of the schooling info. He, he, he was part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Kevin Reuter and Warren Clements. Fabio Mauro Arango. Cool name. Mike Strutchen. And we've got Mary Best. And we've got... Margarita. I said Margarita. She was the first one I said. Dean Taylor. I'm just trying to make sure any name that's on here. Russell June, Jr. Louis Olivas. I'm sorry, that's, Louis. That's the one. Russell Jr. is the one that um, lives in Inverness. Louis Olivas. And then you've got, I think that might be it, David Copeland. I don't know if I mentioned him. Mark Thompson. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Larry, ha- Larry Arth from California. And all these drivers were in here while we were doing the podcast. There's, uh, if I missed your name, I apologize. Donnie Bell. We've got Talk CDL was in there. Oh, that's us. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Do we got anybody else? I think we pretty much mentioned the ones that were making, the ones that were making comments. Paul Archambault and Philip Kathy Ward Jr. Kelly Mac McCoy. Oh, we know them. Hey, good. I didn't see them. Larry Mills and Dustin Dennis. My gosh. Yeah, I don't remember seeing half these are those all names. These, well, these are all names that were popping up here. I'm just reading them all up. I think I, I don't know if I said Larry Mills, but I'll say them again. So there's pretty much all the names that were actually doing the commenting, and we thank you so much for making our podcast longer and making the editing worse. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we really did enjoy having you guys on. We may just do that again next week, Ruthann. And uh, I think it's good. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Do you think, do you, do you like our little beginning having it live feeded like that before we go into the rest of the podcast? Does like, it make you feel a little bit more involved and want to listen to it more because, you know, yeah, I mean, that's you got a little taste in it. Got, got, got the, uh, I, I want to call them fans, but I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to call them fans. They're more like listeners, truckers. I don't think truckers are fans. We're fans of them though. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a trucker fan. I am. I'm a, I'm a big, do, am I a big truck fan? Be honest. He's like a little boy around trucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I notice everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so. You were d- driving down the street. And, oh, look at that one. Although there has been <laughs> a lot, a couple ones that have been really sharp. That one orange one with the really shiny trailer. And then there was a purple one. Yeah. That was really. Yeah. yeah some yeah. of them are really sharp. They were both Pete's. But anyways, I think, I think we're done. Let's wrap this one up. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.